over? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Better Win Green. Eh? To Better Win Green. Eh? To Better Win Green. Eh? Welcome back to another episode of Intentional Lounging. We're going into another week of NFL football. Last week, record 13 4 and 1. Jesus, we were on fire last week. Down to two in Survivor. You know what that means? Whoever gets knocked out next, the winner, you get a t-shirt. You're get, we're getting dangerously close. Uh, Child Please is currently leading the weekly pickums. a new leader. Ethan, is that you? That's me, baby. Uh-oh. He came from <laughs> you gotta behind. Be the best. You got to beat the best. We told you he was coming, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we are in a new month. Happy, uh, it's November 2nd when you're watching this, November 1st when we're filming. Um, the new host of the month, congratulations to Wyatt. Mm. Let's go. I heard it was by a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely it was. You want to see how bad he won? Head over to bettergreen.com. It's better, B-E-T-T-O-R, green.com. See Wyatt's uh, domination over there. Great month for us, guys. A million and a half views on one of our Instagram posts. Just really dominating in all aspects of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, Congratulations to you guys. But this week is not about domination because, Ethan, this is the puke-in-your-mouth week of the season. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We almost skipped this week. Uh, We almost all took our vacation now, but we said, no, no, we'll stick around. We'll talk about the ugly. So here we are. Uh, But, yeah, this week sucks. Let's get into the suck. Let's embrace the suck. So the first game, Thursday night, we have the Titans heading to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers are three-point favorites over Anderson at 36.5, the lowest total of the week. Ethan, what are you taking of this game? Don't love it by any means here. Leaning Pittsburgh minus the points, leaning the under. Uh, I know the under super low, but I just still don't fully believe in Pittsburgh's offense. So it's like, why are you backing Pittsburgh? Well, I don't really believe in Will Levis after his four-touchdown, almost-perfect passer rating game. Um, I think he's going to come back to life. I think uh, I expect Tennessee to be favored in this game after that matchup. I'm kind of shocked they aren't, but I can't really imagine what Pittsburgh would have been favored if Will Levis didn't ball out. Um, So, yeah, this is more of a fade on Tennessee. I just still don't think they're very good. I don't think Levis is uh, nearly as good yet as what he showed last week. Um, I think he had a pretty favorable matchup last week against Atlanta too. So yeah, slightly on Pittsburgh minus the three. I still just don't believe in that offense though. So it's, I'm not going to back it. I'm not going to play the under it's way too low. Primetime unders are hitting an incredible clip. So we're probably due for some over soon. Um, those are the leans favorite play in this game would be Deontay Johnson over receptions. I think you can get four and a half. It's pretty juice though. Like minus 140, 150, five and a half plus odds. I think he gets both of them. Um, Yeah, he's back healthy. As we know, he doesn't score touchdowns. He's the possession guy. I think he had, like, I meant to pull this up. I want to say he had, like, 11 targets and eight catches last week or something like that. Um, So, really, I think his receptions prop is too low right now. So, I'll jump on that. But, yeah, lean uh, Pittsburgh in the under. Yeah, before I get into this game, I have a different theory or a different method of, of picking plays this week. Uh, I'm e- either picking the super obvious plays because there's a lot of those that doesn't make any sense. Usually I try to go the opposite of the obvious plays, not this week. I'm going to try something new. And then I am going to do Ethan's quarterback strategy. 
Uh, as we talk through a bunch of these different games, there's a lot of quarterback question marks, backups playing. Um, so I'm going to kind of use that to my advantage, what I think is my advantage uh, in, in a couple of these games. So first, coming right up uh, in this Tennessee uh, Steelers game, Pittsburgh's, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Tennessee Titans. Levis, four touchdowns last week. No one expected that. Perfect passer rating, as Ethan just said. No one expected that. There's no chance he does it again. So coming into my quarterback theory here, I think it's a little overjuiced because Levis kind of balled out. He also, DeAndre Hopkins, even though he was using a cane running down the field, was wide open. There, there, yeah. There's no one within 15 yards. He wasn't throwing dots. He was throwing punts that DeAndre Hopkins was fair catching in the end zone. So yeah. Levis is not as good as people think. Steelers defense is pretty good. Steelers pass rush, pass rush is going to get um, a hold of Levis, I think. So I'll take the Steelers minus three going against a hot quarterback um, that I don't think's good. So I'll take the Steelers minus three. Uh, also like the under in this game, 36 and a half. It's at 37 right now. It's going up a little bit. Um, like the under, I saw someone on Twitter uh, is doing the no touchdown prop in this game at like plus 6,500 or something. I mean, it's going to happen once this year. This is a decent game that maybe that could happen. But like the under, uh, I like the Pittsburgh to cover more, though. Yeah, absolutely. We're all on the same board starting off here uh, with Pittsburgh. And now, Ethan, I know you know these like numbers and stuff better than I do. You like playing quarterbacks coming in on their first start. And I'm pretty sure you're off of them their second, correct? Is that kind of the thinking yep, behind it? that's right. Yeah. Okay. And like, is there a reason for that? It just seems kind of yeah. like because the teams have tape on them, right? Yeah, that's a p big part of it. Um, the first start, I mean, yeah, for, so we'll just use this game, for example, obviously. But Will Levis, uh, you know, young guy, the team probably just steps up, has a little bit more uh, motivation to play well for him. They know they have to pick up the slack where he might um, slow him down. So I think the team just plays better for that young guy coming in to make the first start. And, yeah, the no tape on him. Uh, defenses don't really fully know what to expect. Second game, you have the tape. The team's like, oh, this guy's good. We can kind of let our guard down a little bit. Well, it turns out he's not so good. Now you have tape. Uh, Wyatt said it too. Pittsburgh has a great defense. So I actually am mm -hmm. starting to like this play more, especially with you guys agreeing on it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. And then also when it's not a young player, like uh, when a player gets injured, I like to play against that player when he comes back which is what i did with uh, uh who was it oh jimmy g this week for the raiders um just because same thing the team's kind of like oh our starter's back we can kind of let our guard down a little bit back to normal and I, I think they get caught that way so yeah absolutely love you breaking it down like that also steelers like white said good defense at home on a short week don't forget that yep don't forget all that true Let's move on to the next game. Early one in Frankfurt, Germany. The Dolphins are facing the Chiefs. Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. Over under sit at 50 and a half. Wyatt, what's your take on this game? So again, my strategy is the quarterback strategy. There is no quarterback strategy in this game. So I'm going to go to the obvious safe play. The safe super, or probably not obvious, but the safe play in my mind is the Chiefs to cover in this game. Minus one and a half. Um, don't really know what to expect from the Dolphins. They are a, you know, a powerful team. Kansas City did just lose last week, so I don't know how safe uh, the Chiefs actually are. But come on, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Patty Mahomes. It's um, Travis Kelsey. They're they're gonna find a way. So yeah, I'm going obvious here, and I'm gonna take the Chiefs to cover uh, in Germany over under. I believe it is the highest uh, of the weekend. 
So I'll, I'll go the highest. I might as well. That's kind of my strategy as well. Take the lowest total and go under, take the highest um, total and go over. So I'll, I'll take the over. I don't love it, but um, yeah, my, my favorite play is the chiefs to cover. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what Ben has to say about this game, obviously with the, the chiefs involved here, but uh, same thing. I like the Chiefs minus one and a half. I'll probably play the Chiefs money line minus 125. I think they bounce back. I was on Denver last week plus the points. Um, wasn't fully shocked that they won outright. I mean, I didn't call for it, I don't think. But, um, yeah, just a bad spot for Kansas City. Had the Chargers game before that. Um, and then looking ahead to this travel game to Germany against uh, the Dolphins. So, yeah, I think the spot was bad. I think Kansas City kind of got caught looking ahead. I think they're well-prepared. Mahomes wasn't feeling the best last week. He should be better. Um, and then Miami, I mean, they beat up on the bad teams. They can't hang with the good ones. Uh, we've seen that already this season. So I think Kansas City's defense is kind of going to shut Miami down a little bit. I would lean the under in this game. I like the first half under more. I think the teams who travel come out slow in those overseas games. Um, just a lot going on. So, yeah, I'd look the first half under, total game under. And this contradicts the under, but um, – I think you can probably make some money just sprinkling a bunch of touchdown scores, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, uh, maybe Pacheco, Mostert. Um, don't see many touchdowns coming from outside those five, uh, if any. So uh, that might be a way I'm looking at it. I'm looking more into the touchdown market lately. Um, I've basically been breaking even, but it's fun. So, yeah, I would look at uh, Kansas City as one of my favorite plays of the week and then the under. Dolphins money line. I would even probably still take the Dolphins if they were minus two and a half. Really? No. So, March 2022, the Kansas City Chiefs trade away star wide receiver Tyree Kill for multiple draft picks, which turned into defensive players. One of the biggest ones, Trent McDuffie, who is a cornerback that will probably be spending quite a bit of time with Mr. Hill in this game. Um, what happened with the Chiefs after the trade? Well, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. This is what happened. Tyreek has been talking about him. He cannot get the Chiefs name out of his mouth. Tyreek wants this game, just like Denver wanted the last game. Tyreek's going to come in, maybe has 200 yards. Very possible. Tyreek, is go he, he wants this game. He wants to destroy the Chiefs. Um, not big on Waddle this week or really anybody outside of that. Um <laughs> I, I mean, like, I'm just so I, – I can't even tell you guys how much I've been dreading this game and Tyra getting to play against us because this is all he wants. Just like last week was uh, the Broncos Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl for Tyreek. This is a game that he cares about. Um, I'm really they didn't worried. play last year at all? No. This is their first matchup? Okay. This is their very first matchup. So this is their chance. The Chiefs, I they feel like they won that trade, and they should because they won a Super Bowl after it. This is Tyreek's chance to say not so fast because right now it's looking like the Chiefs got the better part of that deal. Um, I'm going to say right now, this is in my my big three. I'm that confident wow. that Miami's going to win this wow. game. Wow. That's wow. not good news. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're looking to, the Chiefs are doing this big <coughs> wide receiver rotation right now. And it's it's not helping because nobody is getting in that rhythm and the game play that they need. We saw Sky Moore with the dropped touchdown in the end zone. Mecole fumbling punts. MVS fumbled. Nobody's getting to play enough. 
But I do want to say this, too, before we move on to the next game. If you're in fantasy, Rasheed Rice played the most snaps I think he has yet all season. He's really coming up. He looks like the best receiver in uh, Kansas City, and he's starting to get fed now by Mahomes. Tyreek Hill over 91.5 yards. Tyreek Hill over 6.5 catches. Yep. Tyreek Hill longest yep. reception, 27.5. Tyreek Hill anytime touchdown. Parlay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely do that. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Taylor Swift probably not at the game, I assume. So that's also anti-chief movement. It is. It is. And we're seeing this yeah. line move uh, in Miami's favor, too, because I believe it was minus two and a half for Kansas City uh, last night. I think that's right. Yep. Yep. All right. Moving on to the noon game, we have the Arizona Cardinals at Cleveland face the Browns. Browns are eight point favorites over under set at 37 and a half. Cardinals just traded Josh Dobbs to the Minnesota Vikings. Kyler will not be starting. So it is insert blank quarterback starting name here. Um, I'm on the Browns. Browns are home. They've got a good defense. And I know I, I was thinking about this when I picked the Browns, Ethan. Um, first quarterback coming in, you want to be on them. I feel it's different because it was the trade deadline because this was the last week they could get rid of Dobbs. Uh, They're able to get rid of him because they knew of, of all these quarterback injuries, a team could use him and would give up more than they normally would. Uh, Kyler's probably back next week. So just make it through this week. We're not going to beat the Browns anyways. That's my thought process. What do you think? I kind of completely agree. Uh, Yeah. Typically in the spot, I would like playing Arizona, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of their third string guy at this point. Clayton Toon, I believe, is their starter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this game. I'm going to lean. Man, Cleveland from minus eight is a lot. It I'm going to lean Cleveland. I'm going to take the under. Uh, I mean, Toon getting his welcome to the NFL moment against this defense. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I won't be playing this game in any capacity whatsoever. No touchdown scores, probably no props. Um, I played Arizona last week. That game gave me an absolute heart attack. I don't know if you guys saw the ending on that one. Yeah, uh, unreal, ridiculous. But somehow Arizona got there for the cover, so that was sweet. But uh, yeah, took some years off my life. So, but my boy Matt Prater came through for me huge. So, thank you, Matt. Uh, yeah, hate this game. Very easily could have been puke in the mouth. Yeah, but there's worse. Who's who's starting for the Browns? Do we know? Watson practice today, still. but yeah. See, I'm having a quarterback issue here because uh, we do have the Arizona quarterback, which I was originally going to take, and then I realized Cleveland has themselves a quarterback problem over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Since it doesn't really qualify, I'm going to go. The obvious play is the Cardinals plus eight. I'm going to go try to go sharp here instead. I'm going to take the Browns at minus eight. Just yep. can the Browns even score eight points? I don't know. Um, love the under. Under 37 and a half, I think, is the only way to look at this game. Um, love that. I don't know if the Browns can score 14 points. I don't know if the Cardinals can score three points. Um, so I, I love the under. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Browns minus eight. Don't love it, but I think that's the sharp side. I'll say this. If Watson gets confirmed and this goes to 10. Oh, I flip. I'll, I'll probably be on Arizona. That's fair. But I doubt that happens. Yeah. I bet this line is assuming Watson plays. Yeah. 
Yep. It has to be. <laughs> yeah. Because eight with PJ is uh, even against the Cardinals with their third string, that's a lot. It is. I don't, I don't know, man. This is a, such a bad spot for Arizona, too. So I think it's a huge number, but I think it's because people are going to just be underestimated how bad of a spot it is for them. I agree. The Vikings. I might flip. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> for the graphic, are you flipping? No. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> The Vikings head to Atlanta face the Falcons. Falcons are four and a half point favorites. Overrunners set at 37. The Falcons starting Taylor Heineke. You guys know that he went to Collins Hill High School. And do you know where Collins Hills High School is? Minnesota. Atlanta. A suburb of Atlanta. This is a home game for Mr. Heineke. This hometown team against the Vikings and a new quarterback. Wyatt, what do you think? We got ourselves another quarterback issue here. (laughs) I'm telling you, I mean, we got Heineke, new quarterback for the Falcons. Love Heineke, love them on the the Redskins. Who the hell is starting for the Vikings? No idea. What's their backup's name? Allen? Aller? Allen? And then they got Dobbs. Give me Heineke. Give me playmaker Heineke. Uh, Minus four and a half. Honestly, just don't even touch this game. This is we. There's not enough film to even. I don't even know what's going on. So yeah, I'll take Heineke because I like him better. But honestly, your guess is as good as mine. I kind of like the over just because let's just kind of f around and throw the ball around and do some crazy plays. Thirty-seven and a half, sure. <laughs> Twist my arm. I'll take the over there. Um, but yeah, it's not in love. Yeah, uh, Ben, you mentioned a little bit ago, this is November 1st that we're filming this. Might as well be uh, October 31st because this is a spooky uh, <laughs> slate that we have here. But yeah, I, I loved Minnesota before uh, it was announced Heineke was starting. Uh, I was going to hammer Minnesota, but I'll take Atlanta with Heineke. I think he's way better than no name over there with Minnesota. Um, will I be betting Atlanta? Probably not. I do like the over as well, though. Uh, I said a couple times Atlanta was like a dead nuts under team for me all year. They've proven that with Heineke. I think they're probably more of an over team, uh, Minnesota. They've actually been an under team this year, which is shocking, but, um, they still have offensive pieces, not a great defense. So I kind of like the over actually 37 here, but just another disgusting game on this board. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Agree again over and Atlanta. I think Heineke's actually pretty good, pretty decent. Uh, he's got a lot to play for in this game. Vikings without Justin Jefferson. And you're looking at that running game. Alexander Madison, Cam Akers versus Bijan and Algier. Uh, Falcons got them all day. Hopefully that Minnesota defense can save them. Oh, wait, Minnesota's defense is terrible. Uh, <laughs> but there is one stat, though, that makes me worry about the Falcons. And do you guys know what that is? Hmm. Kyle Pitts sucks. 28 to 3. Kyle Pitts is active. <laughs> Why? How did you know? <laughs> I just know you hate Pitts. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Round about later. You guys got anything else for this disgusting game? <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> no. Move on. Moving on. The Seahawks head to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Ravens are six point favorites. Over-unders set at 43. Weird game. 
Seahawks are going to travel across the country. I still kind of like they just beat the Browns. I feel like everybody wants to take the Ravens because the Ravens have looked really good. They beat Detroit. They just beat the uh, Cardinals. I kind of like Seahawks plus six, though. I kind of like Seahawks plus six. Why? What do you think, man? I mean, Baltimore does have the best defense in the league right now, I think, on um, points per basis. Yeah. Uh, it's six and a half now. It's moved a little bit since we originally wrote this Damn. down, um, which is concerning. Uh, yeah. Last week, I would have taken the Ravens in this because it's so ugly that it might just work. I'm not doing that this week, so I'm going to take the obvious play. Seahawks plus six and a half. It's it's a lot. I know they're traveling across the country, but feel safe. And Baltimore is, I don't know. That's the sharp play, hands down. I guarantee you all the sharps are going to be on Baltimore. You can already see the line move me, moving. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Hawks plus six and a half. Yeah, I want to say this game opened like four on Sunday or Monday. That so makes more sense. I've seen a lot of money, a lot of money coming in on Baltimore. I'm going to side with it. Um, typically, I wouldn't. Baltimore has Cleveland on deck and then Cincinnati on Thursday night after that, so two straight divisional games. However, they're both at home. Baltimore's already beaten both of them this year. Um, so I don't think there's like a full look-ahead spot here. Like you said, Seattle traveling across country. They just had kind of a dramatic last-second win against Cleveland. I think that could kind of carry over here um, in a bad way. Uh, Baltimore, like I said, had that. Crazy ending with Arizona last week. Arizona got the cover. I think Baltimore just kind of got in, got out with a win. I think they were kind of looking more towards this one. And then ultimately, I just think Baltimore is a Super Bowl contender. I think Seattle is a first-round exit uh, in the playoffs. So I think Baltimore is way better offensively and defensively. So I'll take Baltimore with the Sharps here. Um, don't love it. Six and a half. Seven, I wouldn't touch at all. Uh, I'd start, start getting towards Seattle at seven, seven and a half. But... Lean on Baltimore, um, and then over. Yeah. Hey, I don't know we, can't, why. We, we can't all agree on everything. We've been agreeing <laughs> too much today. <laughs> the Bears head to New Orleans to face the Saints. Saints are eight-point favorites. Over-under set at 41. Ethan. I mean, every one of these could be the puke-in-your-mouth game of the week. I'm just going to have to throw it to you to start every one of them until <laughs> we find out which it is. Yeah, this game sucks. Uh, I'm kind of kicking myself. I was looking at New Orleans last week. Uh, they were minus five and a half on the look-ahead line. I was close to betting it. Didn't do it. Now I've obviously missed the number. Um, I would actually start leaning towards Chicago at the plus eight here. I think it's just too many points. They just got blown out on uh, primetime. Uh, Badgent didn't look too well, so I think people are kind of overreacting to that. Plus the Saints put up close to 40 against Indianapolis. Um but Indianapolis has been an over team this whole year. Uh, their defense is not very good. So uh, let's not start thinking New Orleans offense is something great because they still aren't. They're still uh, what, Ben? Mid. The battle <laughs> oh, yeah, of mid. That's right. Yep, still mid here. So, yeah, I'm not buying into New Orleans at all. Um, the one thing that concerns me with Chicago is they're off the prime time, and then they have Thursday night football on deck which is Chicago, Carolina. So this just carries over into a shit-ass game next week. But, uh, yeah, I can't comfortably put my hard-earned money on Chicago, but that is my lean here. Uh, I think we'll revert back to the under in this game. Saints unders were money for a long time. A couple have gone over. I think we revert back to under. Yeah, I'm going to be on Chicago as well, plus eight. Um, 
exactly what you said. Uh, you know, uh, D2 quarterback did well his first start, did terrible his second start going on to Ethan's theory. I think it's a little overjuiced now since they realize he's not good, which who would have thought that? Um, but yeah, I mean, the Saints sure had a decent win, but the Saints also aren't great. Uh, Chris Olave, I don't want him anywhere near my fantasy team anymore. Um, no heart in that kid. Play for the Saints, man. Probably because he's a Buckeye. I'm just going to take – yeah, I'm going to take the Bears plus eight. I think the um, Saints win it, but, like, low scoring, like the under, like 17 to 10. But Chicago covers the eight. That's what I'm going to go with. Don't love it at all, though. Probably won't bet it. Maybe I'll bet the under. I really don't like this game, guys. I'm going to take <laughs> New Orleans. I'm going to take the Saints just because Badgett and the Bears are just so bad. Saints defense – they're all right. The Saints are at home is the main thing. You're going to make Badgett travel down there, play at a non-familiar arena. Dude's dude's cosplaying right now as a uh, as an NFL quarterback. Like, that's what he did for Halloween. Is he's pretending to be an NFL quarterback. But, dude, in reality, he's a pumpkin. Um, I think the Saints can take advantage of him, man. I, the, I, the number is what scared you guys away, and I completely get that. Eight's so high, but I think the Saints, we saw them just – beat the tar out of the Patriots in New England. I think this is just another bad team they can just beat up, feel good about, and then go get blown out by the 13th best team in the league next week or whatever. Yeah. One concern I will have and why it brought up Olave, uh, the reason I held off from betting the Saints this past week, which I'm still kicking myself for, I liked them, but it started creeping in the back of my head that Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave on that Thursday night game just could not give two shits about what they were doing out there. Um, and I was like, why would I bet a team that clearly doesn't care? Well, maybe they cared a little bit more against Indy, but I doubt they care against Chicago. It's probably going to be the same old shit. Olave's going to have another one bonk off his face mask when he's wide open, streaking down the sideline. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Those guys got money. They don't care. I mean, Kamara's got to do something with his 18 targets a game. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal, dude. Uh, the Bucks head to Houston to face the Texans. Texans are two and a half point favorites. Over under set at forty. Ethan, I have to throw it to you to start again. Truly not a clue. <laughs> All right, we live another week or another game. Not a clue. Um, Houston minus two and a half at home. Under forty. Not a clue. Oof. Yeah, not a clue either. I'm going to go the complete opposite, though. I'm going to take the Bucks plus two and a half on the road. Under 40, though. Uh, yeah, no idea. Uh, it was weird, weird, weird <laughs> The line. analysis on this game is outstanding. <laughs> weird line. I, I Texans lost to the worst team in the league last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Tampa Bay – I know they're not good. I didn't know they were this bad to be the underdogs to the Texans. Yeah, I'll take the obvious Bucks plus two and a half, but I don't know. Not even going to watch this, not even going to bet it, not even going to think about betting this game. So, We just saw the Bucks be a blatant pass interference on Mike Evans and Chris Godwin just turning around just a second earlier from beating the Bills last week. Yeah. It's the Bucks. It's the Bucks. I can't believe we're getting points with the Bucks. That's why I don't understand it. Someone's getting fired if the Bucks win by 10. <laughs> I hope not. 
looking at my uh, big three. <laughs> I'll get it to you later. Good God. You're betting that game? We'll, we'll see. We we'll all see what said, I got. We have no freaking idea. I'm pretty confident the Bucks win. Okay. okay. I'm pretty confident the Bucks win. Um, the Rams head to Green Bay to face the Packers. Packers are three and a half point favorites. I can't even say that without laughing. Overrunners sit at 38 and a half. Oh, Ethan, what's going on? <laughs> Dude, Green Bay sucks ass. What Stuff stinks. They're so bad, but I'll back them here. I don't know why. Uh, three and a half. It looks like why would anyone play or lay three and a half points with the Packers? I know Stafford's out, but. I guess I'll do it again. I was on the Packers this past weekend. They can't catch a pass. Jordan Love can't throw a pass. They literally had like 20 shots to the end zone, like close in the red zone. Could not complete a pass. I mean, it was just disgusting, miserable. They're really bad. They just traded away Rasul Douglas. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Give me the Packers. (laughs) No clue. Yeah, I backed the Packers. Uh, I think it was my most confident play last week immediately from the first snap was the wrong side. I've never had a bet just be the wrong side so quickly. Um, so I can't do it again. Give me the Rams backup quarterback theory. No idea who the backup is. It was Stetson Bennett that I think he's an alcoholic. So he's no longer there. Um, yeah, I'll take, it's not going to say plus three and a half minus three and a half minus one Oh two for the bears or for the Packers. So it's going to go to three pretty shortly here, but uh, yeah, I'll take the Rams with the hook. You say says a bit it's an alcoholic. How could he not be when he was in college for 14 years? <laughs> <laughs> I w- this is what last game for you guys is me this game. I have no idea. I don't even have anything for you guys for this one. I <laughs> underline Green Bay just because I'm like, well, their defense might do something at home. Besides that, I have no reason to pick Green Bay. They've been so bad. But like Ethan, you have to pick a side, right? You don't like it, but you have to pick one. I'm flipping. Hey, my name's Ethan, and I'm going to teach you how to backflip on trampoline. (laughs) I want (laughs) LA. I don't blame you one bit. Only for the backup quarterback. It's the only reason. I know I'm going to look like a schmuck when Green Bay gets toasted again. I know it. (laughs) Yeah. The reason I bet Green Bay last week is because that line made no sense. This line makes no mm-hmm. sense. Uh, I'm not falling into that trap again. That team sucks. That's which is so nice. Better. I love it. The Packers being, I just have to vent really quick. I see so many Packers fans online like, "Oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. How can we even handle this?" I'm like, "Hush up. Yeah, you finally yeah. don't have a quarterback in the last like 30 years. Like, sorry, right. you're fine." We Lions fans went through that for. We had a rotation of hooligans from. Joey Harrington to Stafford. Yeah. Hooligan after hooligan. We're the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. yeah. Sorry right. uh, you have eight bad games. Yeah. You'll Sorry be fine. you had two Hall of Famers back-to-back that had 15 years at your place. <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to have Drake May fall in your lap next year, and you're going to be really good again. So, yeah. Dude, that's absolutely right. The Commanders set a New England to face the Patriots. Patriots are three-point favorites. Over-under set at 40-and-a-half. Chase Young, gone. 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 Montez Sweat, gone. 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 Ethan, 
Is there anything left? No. Uh, I just have to say, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet yesterday, but why do the Bears make trades as if they're like some win-now team? <laughs> like, you're really giving up draft know. capital for Montez Sweat, who's probably going to be gone by the time you guys are anywhere close to making the playoffs. And they Retired the thing in my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and, like, kind of DJ Moore, like, obviously he's a really good player who's, like, a foundational piece of this team right now, but I don't know. I would acquire draft capital rather than trading it away constantly for whatever. <laughs> Losing uh franchise there, but uh give me the Patriots minus three and a half. I don't know. It's gross. I don't want anything to do with this game either. Um the Patriots do have a German Germany game on deck, so I think the Travel spot isn't great, but I think Belichick is just the better coach here. Uh, both teams are not very good. Um, yeah, and then, like you said, Washington traded away their D-line pieces. I saw Cam Curl tweeted out, like, WTF, man. Uh, I think this team could kind of fold it in for the year. Um, probably not too happy with Washington basically saying, hey, guys, we're done. We're playing for the future. So I think it's kind of a bad spot for Washington. So I'll lay it with New England minus three and a half, as gross as that is. Um over, I guess, because there can't every game won't go under. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I backed New England. I think I'm not going to do it here. Give me the commies plus three, three and a half, whatever it's at. Love the over though, forty and a half. Uh, Commanders no D line anymore. That was their one strong point of their uh, team. Uh, Sam Howell throws a ball like seventy times a game for three hundred yards and one touchdown, four interceptions. So who's going to be slinging it? And the Patriots seem to score. So I love the over 40 and a half. I think both teams are going to score mid 20s. So love the over. And then for the graphic, give me the commies plus three. I'm taking the commies too. Taking the commies too. I think that like they're selling off so many pieces that the Patriots and everybody's going to be kind of like off of them. And this is a game to hop on. Uh, we just saw a pretty good offensive performance. I'm thinking maybe the commanders also, they might want to lose this game because Ron Rivera's got to go. It's time for Ron Rivera to go. Um, I kind of think this is Bienemy's turn to get a like a little head coaching tryout during this uh, rest of the season. Uh, so that does make me worry, but I don't know. I, it's weird. It's a weird line. Patriots, no faith in them, but there's no faith in the commanders either. So I'm just going to take the points. Yeah, Ben, you kind of said it if I read between the lines, right? But you're basically, this whole slate just feels like a guessing game. Yeah. You're like, well, or, uh, 100%. you know, with Washington's backups, like, is New England going to overlook them? Or, like, maybe just Washington backups can be like, oh, finally I get my chance and they're going to ball out. Right. Just like, I don't know. You basically are guessing what's going to happen. Absolutely. Which I guess I've... is gambling. But... <laughs> <laughs> to an extent, right? You're gambling with your gambles this week, though. That's what's different. Right. And right. I, we'll say this too real quick. And I we were talking about before we got on the quarterback injuries and the changes that we've just saw and going into this week make this slate one of the like strangest we've probably seen in years, right? I mean, have we ever seen this many different starting quarterbacks from week one of the NFL season? Yeah, this it's nuts. 
How these teams don't even look recognizable. No. No. It's a whole That's slate sad. of these are people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just praying that uh, my quarterback does not fall into this massive shit. Yeah. It seems like I can just do the color gray and put some background music, and that can just be this week's recap. <laughs> yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah, good luck to you this week. <laughs> You're going to use the same mean o- meme over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to find the one of like the football in the 1930s where the quarterback just takes it and like <laughs> overhand throws it. Congratulations, they won two to zero. (laughs) (laughs) The Colts headed Carolina to face the Panthers coming off their first win, but Panthers are one of the two home dogs this week at plus two and a half. Over under set at forty four. Ethan, I'm (laughs) I'm just gonna have to keep throwing to you till we hit it. I don't know here. Uh What worries me is I think a lot of the money is on Indy this week. I think it's the most popular bet so far, and this line has mm-hmm. not moved. Um, but, God, back in Carolina at home after they just got their first win and cover the season, Indy off a loss. Yeah. My, everything Ethan just said, that's going to be what I say too. <laughs> Picks may be different, but that's it. Um. I don't know. Uh, give me Carolina off a lot or off the win, I guess. Maybe carry some momentum over. Uh, it's gross. I hate it. Indy has to travel to Germany, so maybe they're looking towards that. Um, it's against New England, too, which obviously at one point was kind of a big rivalry. Um, but also Carolina has a Thursday night game on deck, so it's just no advantage anywhere. Line's so gross. I'll just try it with Carolina. Um, I'll give the over a chance. India is the biggest over team, I think, this year, which is kind of odd, but over 44, I'll take it. Yeah, just going with the obvious play, taking the Colts. Uh, I'm not going to try to overthink it. Colts are the better team, scoring a lot of points. No defense, but thank God Carolina has no offense. Yeah, not overthinking it. Ugly, won't bet it, but Colts are the better team. I'll put my money on them. I'll use a quote from, oh, well, not Jingle All the Way, Christmas with the Cranks. Um, saying what they said double moving on to the next game <laughs> <laughs> the Giants go to Vegas wait to who are you Vegas. on are you on Indy <laughs> yes Indy okay it almost felt like it didn't even matter who I pick no it don't matter no. maybe we should have gone on vacation this week this sucks <laughs> <laughs> this might be an all time episode though at least <laughs> entertainment wise right the Giants head to Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders are one and a half point favorites. Overrunner set at 37. Ethan. Puke in the mouth. Yeah. I was going to say, if that's not it, we're running out of games here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, backstory. I asked the guys uh, before we started filming which game they thought would be the puke in the mouth game of the week. They both picked this one. So, yeah, horrendous. I mean, just horrendous. Uh, first of all, is that the Raiders' last game against the Lions on Monday night? Uh, Monday made them sell house, so that was kind of cool. Um, it was about time. 
got rid of head coach, GM, a couple other coaches, I think, and are still somehow favored over the Giants, which just tells you how bad the Giants are. Um, Giants are getting Daniel Jones back, I believe, this week. So that's the play against the star quarterback coming back. Uh, if that's the case, I'm not sure if he's confirmed or not. Um, yeah, I think we saw this with the Colts last year when Jeff Saturday took over, just kind of some fire. Uh, it's going to be Antonio Pierce taking over for the interim head coach of the um, Raiders. His old team when he played as a linebacker was the Giants. So a little uh, revenge situation here. Or not revenge, but he's coaching against his old team. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll try it with the Raiders. I think the players hated Josh McDaniels from what it sounded like. Um, they'll probably be coming out with some new life here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll lay it with the Raiders minus one and a half. I'd money line them if you bet it. Uh, over, under, I'll take a stab at the over. I think Raiders could kind of have some life in this one. Is it is it bad that this is kind of one of my favorite games? <laughs> is that bad? Yes. yes. I love the Raiders. I love the Raiders in this. New look Raiders. I think Jimmy G's bench, too. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, he is. Aiden O'Connell. So, backup quarterbacks theory. Backup coach theory. Give me the Raiders. Gotta like it a lot. <laughs> I think they win. I don't by, hate it. I think they win by a couple touchdowns. 24 right. to 3, Vegas. My article, been seven reactions, posted nine hours ago. Uh, wrote this, though. Before all the firings, and I just went, I'm just going to go through it, read it real quick, and let you guys kind of sit on it for a second. I say this every year. Number one, my first point, I say this every year. The Raiders are close to a complete rebuild. The Raiders defense and offense scored the same number of touchdowns. Garbagelo threw for under 130 yards with Adams only hauling in one reception. Coaching is terrible. The execution is terrible, and the Raiders just continue to circle the drain of failure, never making the playoffs, and never drafting high enough to turn the team around. Without Crosby, this team has no hope. New York Giants. New York Giants. Because they got the backup uh, quarterback, got backup head coach. But you know what the backup to a win is? A loss. True. The one thing you forgot to mention in your recap is that they played the best team in the NFL. But yeah, <laughs> this was more on the season. This was more on the season. The, the Garbagelo, whatever. That was last game. That was last game. Yeah. But he's been Garbagelo I mean, all season. Dude just got benched. I have a point. Go for it. Does it matter that the Giants' offense is maybe five times worse than the Raiders' offense? Is it though? <laughs> you thought the Raiders' offense was bad. The Gi- the Giants play a four offensive lineman. They got Saquon Barkley, and that is the only. They got Josh Jacobs, highest paid running back in the league. He's he is the highest paid. I can't argue with that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think. I think the Giants are ass. So are the Raiders, but <laughs> yeah. I, I just fucking hate the Giants to be honest. You know what though? We're robbed of the Darren Waller revenge game. I would have really loved to see Waller oh, get his shoot. three receptions for like 23 yards. Yep, hamstring. Uh, oh, uh, you know, Waller. Yeah. Waller's always out, except for those two yeah. years, you know, like <laughs> five seasons ago. Right. I also just hate the Giants because their coach had no business winning our coach of the year last year. No business. And it turns out right. he was a fraud. No, who's not going to be a fraud after winning coach of the year? Dan Campbell, because the next year he's going to win a freaking Super Bowl. Man. This year. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> the Raiders also just allowed a running back who can't run between the tackles to out 
uh, rush their entire offense. Yeah, that's shout out Gibbs as uh, out fantasy out. owners. Yeah, that I was me. You, I still lost. I told you, Gibbsy, like week <laughs> six, seven, eight, he was gonna come alive. You love this game, yeah. Wyatt. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not currently in my big three, but I only have two right now. So I'm kind of going, playing it by ear. But I'm, we're, I'm we're getting towards the end. It could sneak in there. I'm wondering if we could make another graphic. We haven't put you in the head-to-head matchup. You want to yeah, bet something on it. it? Let's do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Raiders are winning this 24-3. to I'll, I'll take an adjusted spread 21. Plus 21, minus 21. I'll do money line. I won't even do spread. You just want to do money line? Raiders money, money line. line? Yep. I mean, it's like a one and a half point spread. I don't want to do all that math. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> all right, money lined. All right, lock it in, guys. Let us know in the comments. What should we do? What should loser have to do? Last time I got a naked video of Wyatt on our TikTok page. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. The Cowboys head to Philadelphia to face the Eagles. Eagles are three-point favorites. Over-under set at 46. Wyatt, what do you think, dude? Yeah, big matchup. Um, one of the probably the one of the bigger games besides the uh the Chiefs Dolphins. So looking forward to this game. Um, I have the Eagles to win the NFC East. Uh, Ethan, you have the Cowboys win the NFC East. So a big matchup here, really important game. Eagles have kind of been squeaking by. Um they're just they're just winning, and that's about it. They're not blowing teams out. Um, kind of like Ohio State, one could say. Just winning. Ugly, just winning. Um, they're probably number one in the NFL right now, just like Ohio State's number one in the <laughs> college football. It doesn't mean anything, but they're number one. Um, I think the Eagles finally proved something this week, and I think they win pretty handily. So I'll take the Eagles at minus three. Um, over under, I'm gonna take the under at 47. Yeah, I uh I mean, this is a huge game for me, flat out. I have Dallas over win total. I have Philly under win total. Um, obviously, they play twice. They probably split, uh, is my thinking. I kind of think Dallas could win this one in Philly and then lose their uh, home game to Philadelphia here. So I will take the plus three with Dallas. I think Philly is one of the more public bet teams this week, and the line's staying where it is. Um, I mean, Dallas could easily get blown out in this one. But like I said, I do think they split on the year. Um, yeah, I mean... Philly has their bye after this. Uh, they've had kind of a tough schedule that we've talked about. They had that Miami game. They had the Commanders, um, which ended up kind of being a back-and-forth game. They had to come from behind in that one. Um, and then after their bye, we we know it's a straight gauntlet from there. So, yeah, just kind of a, uh, a tough spot. Just got to get through this one for Philly and then uh, move on to their bye week. But – I think Dallas could come out with some fire, uh, catch them at home here. And then, like I said, I think Philly probably wins the next one. Um, I'll definitely be betting the loser of this game to win the next matchup. But I'll lean Dallas plus the points. Um, I would take the under in this game. It's probably a a good defensive matchup here. Um, but I'm just happy to watch this one, too. Finally, a decent football game. 100% agree. Um, under also. I like Wyatt had the Eagles winning the division, but like Ethan, I'm going to take <laughs> Dallas to cover this game. Again, Dallas with the points. I can also see Dallas winning. Um, Eagles have scared me, man. They're not looking like they can really beat any team. We're seeing the Cowboys Ohio come State. off. Exactly. They're the Ohio <laughs> State, man. 
the Ohio State. Um, they worry me. Eagles worry me. I, I still think that the Eagles win the division. This would this would hurt though. If the Cowboys get this one, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. God, I need it. If Philly sweeps Dallas, I'm in trouble. All right, the Bills head to Cincinnati face the Bengals. Bengals are two point favorites. Over under to sit at forty nine and a half. I'm ready for a hot one. Ethan, go ahead, bud. Buffalo. I hate Cincinnati. <laughs> I think Buffalo gets this one. I might be too scared to bet it. Uh, but since he is like, they're picking up their, their steam. They're starting to look like a pretty good team. Um, obviously they had that big one against San Francisco, although Brock Purdy is, uh, turns out he's human. He's not, uh, maybe very good. So Eel. who knows what was going on there? Um, but yeah, I think since he had the tough game against San Fran and then the game before that, uh, shoot, I can't remember who they played, but it was another pretty big game if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I just think Buffalo's probably had this one circled. Uh, Cincinnati knocked Buffalo out of the playoffs last season. Um, and I think ultimately Buffalo, I still believe that they're going to be a decent team, probably the better of these two teams down the stretch. I think money's coming in on Cincinnati as well. Um, so I'll take Buffalo plus the points. I think they win this one outright. Uh, it's the DeMar Hamlin rematch game. So there is some unfinished business, which might help Cincy. They, I think, feel slighted from that game, but they already had the playoff game to settle that. I don't know. This is a tough game. I like Buffalo, though. And uh, for the hell of it, let's go Sunday night over. Sunday night over. Love it. Can't complain. Um, God. Buffalo's playing like booty cheeks right now. Cincinnati's figuring it out. Give me Buffalo. <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, I'd... I don't know. I know since he's good, I just don't know if they can keep it up. And Buffalo's got to turn around one of these games. They got to cover one of these games first of all. I don't think they've covered the last four or five games. So, yeah, give me Joshy Boy. Uh, also, love though, if you want a Cincy bet, Tyler Boyd first touchdown. He had that first touchdown in the Demar Hamlin game. Was the only bet that won that game. So, uh, yeah, first touchdown Tyler Boyd, but the Bills cover. Had it last week too. I hate it now. <laughs> Bills, they, they remind me of that meme. They can't keep getting away with this. You can't keep getting away with it. I mean, they have looked, they looked so bad all season. If the Bills play like they have all season, and the Bengals play like they've been playing, then Bengals can win by two touchdowns. Like the Bills are bad. Like that defense is bad. Uh, Josh Allen, if this game starts getting away from them, here comes Hero Ball. I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Um, I like the the Burrow calf injury. Can the Bills even get to him, though? I just I worry about the Bills. I know, Ethan, we were talking earlier that you're still like, uh, you're still, you're holding on. You're not off the train yet. I just can't get behind him, man. I, I've got no hope left. You got to say something to bring me back because you know how much I hate Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I just saw 75% of the money's on Cincinnati, if that helps you. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, what does Buffalo like Buff- do that can give them the edge? So I was going to mention this when we mentioned Tampa. Um, 
And I know Tampa, that Hail Mary easily could have been completed. They could have won that game, but Buffalo was by far the superior team in that one. It was, in my opinion, way – it was way further out of hand than that Hail Mary came down to. Um, Yeah, I thought Buffalo way outplayed Tampa last week. I thought they looked way better. Um, They've had more time to prepare for this one, too. I like Buffalo. This might be my big three. I like Buffalo. I can't do it. I have to take Cincy. Gotta take Cincy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll reassess. Well, I'm not a salesman. <laughs> it's it's my, it's me, man. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> you don't like my product. It's fine. <laughs> That's true. I do not like the Buffalo product. <laughs> the Chargers head to New York to face the Jets. Jets are three point home dogs. Over under set at forty. Why you get the pleasure of leading off this game? J-E-T-S, just, just, Jets, easily win this game. Um, I'll probably take them on the money line. Serious? I'll take, them, I'll take them plus three and a half. Yeah, Chargers are frauds, man. Oh. They beat the Bears, and they still suck. Let's not forget they still suck. You're right, so, You're right about that. Jets are going to figure it out. They got a clown as a coach over in L.A. So, yeah, Jets are the better team. They have a little bit of momentum right now. Let's not sleep on the little jetties. They got a little momentum, uh, beat the, their massive game last week against the Giants. Uh, I think they won two games prior to their bye, so I think they're on a three-game win streak right now, if I'm not mistaken. Playing up a very beatable Chargers team where another great game for Zach Wilson to gain some confidence because there's absolutely no defense over in, in uh, USC. I mean, Chargers. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I like the Jets. I might take them straight up on the money line. Under – I'll go – Yuck. Uh, over? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not even going to give you a total because we don't track it on the graphics, so I don't have to. <laughs> um, but I love the Jets as well. Oh. Love the Jets here. Uh, better defense at home, catching points. Not only that, they've been home. Their last road game, uh, actual road game, was October 8th. Technically, we're the road team against the Giants last week, but same stadium. They didn't have to travel. Um, yeah, the home game to the Eagles, the bye week, home or technically away game to the Giants. Now they're home again. Chargers have to travel across the country. Uh, Chargers have Detroit on deck, which is a far bigger game, I think, in their opinion. Um, also, the Chargers... I was looking at their schedule. They don't have a single back-to-back home or away game the rest of the way. It's away home, away home, away home. So, hmm. and most of them are East Coast or over this side of the country. So, really bad travel coming up here for the Chargers, uh, which makes me happy. I do have Chargers under nine and a half wins this year. Um, so, I hope the Jets win this one outright, but I think they will. I like the Jets plus the three. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to give you a total because I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I agree with what I said. Chargers are frauds. Coach sucks. Defense sucks. Running game sucks. This did not make Ben happy. I mean, this that was closer to turning me on to the Jets than it did the Bills. Because I do agree with you guys. <laughs> the Chargers are frauds. Chargers are frauds. That's why I'm going to go like you – I. <laughs> It's the over, I think, because Chargers can score and they can't stop people from scoring. So, you know, they don't have to get to 40. I can see this being a 20-23 game. 
I'm going to go Chargers, though. If anything, hopefully it just pushes. But the quarterback difference is just so big to me. Herbert versus Zach Wilson. I don't know. I don't know. That co- but then you get the coaching, though. Sala versus a clown. <laughs> Literally a dude <laughs> from the circus. If it were me against Staley, people would be like, I don't know. He might be a better coach. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. If I got like the the minus three, but I also got like a thing of circus peanuts, then I'd feel better about the charge. <laughs> I don't well, know. buddy, if you're back in the Chargers, you will be getting a thing of circus peanuts. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to go with Chargers. Give me those peanuts. What about uh, our squad ride? What do we think? We did have a couple we agreed on. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. Early. Um, Not with much uh, conviction, I don't believe, but... Did... One hour later. Or a player okay, prop. McCaffrey to score a touchdown. <laughs> oh, wait, he's on by. That's what, <laughs> minus 380 now? Yeah. Marvin yeah, Harrison. What about Marvin Harrison Jr. first non QB selected? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Minus 145. Yeah, we're just gonna defer our uh, squad ride till April. I'm good with either over. I, I think like, I was the. Uh, I like the Bengals the head- over. Okay, I think I was more headstrong on the Packers last week, and that was dead ass wrong. So, I will defer <laughs> to you guys in picking, making the final call here. Okay. Bengals Bills. Bengi's Bills over 49 and a half. 49 and a half, yeah. The nice thing about doing the Sunday night game is if we're wrong, we can just come out and say we did the Monday night game instead. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Guys, I think it's big three time, correct? It's big big three time. I think so. Who wants to go first? I'll go so no one steals any of mine. Yeah, Uh, I think it's. Steelers minus three. Commies, Patriots over 40 and a half. And Raiders minus one and a half. Okay. Oh. I might Ben's steal got, one of yours. Ben's got the yolk. Egg yolk. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I will go Jets plus three. Plus three and I a half. Go, that. I sure do. <laughs> now let me check my lines. I These will go, lines are moving so fast; they're changing mid-show. I can't believe I'm doing this. Buffalo plus two. Don't break my heart, Cincy. And then, um, let's go with. I like the Vegas play, but I'll be different. I'll go Kansas City money line. Fade Central over on 8th then. Fade me big time. <laughs> I I hope I hope you're right though. I hope you're right for the big three. Um Miami. I got Miami at I got them at plus two and a half. Can I keep that? I know the line sure. did move. I think yeah, it's like Chiefs, minus Chiefs win by two. We still have a uh, perfect slate opportunity. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay, Miami plus two and a half. Uh, did another teaser because my teaser hit. Ethan's got me hot on the teaser. So Tampa Bay plus eight and a half, even though I think they went out right. Just really hedging. 
and Cleveland minus two. Okay. Like it. I like this it could too. be a great teaser week now that you say that. There's yeah. a lot of teaser lines out there. I 100% agree. And Giants, Raiders under 37 and a half. Okay. Okay. God, this is this the disgust. I've never <laughs> had a really slate scary. like this. I've never had a slate that I've been so confused and clueless. Yeah. Let us know your I guys' thoughts. Unloaded. Unloaded on Sunday. Uh, which was scary. This week I don't think I'll have that problem. I might have a play or two, if that. We'll yeah. see. Quite not on the Twitter front. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. After the first quarter, he's still gonna say that the bet loss reverse jinx. True. That's how you do it. Until it stops working. <laughs> <laughs> that he has like four quote retweets. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, and then another one quote with the cash out money, the, the money tongue. <laughs> yep. Got Vegas right where I want them. <laughs> when they and, see that tweet, they're like, God damn it. Here it is. He's clowning us again with that damn emoji. Yep. <laughs> Might as well be a flaming hot L for them. <laughs> Guys, head over to bettergreen.com where we have a lot of articles over there. We got DFS plays, reaction articles like we were reading on this show. Uh, these guys, they're posting their plays too. Why it's absolutely killing it with the midweek football. Uh, Ethan, I think you got something for us too. You got something for us this holiday season. It's November, we're getting close to Christmas time. Take it away. Yeah, um, Christmas time, no better time uh, to start looking for a family pet. Uh, well, look no further. BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. Tell them we sent you. Uh, you will save 10% on a puppy. They are Australian Labradoodles, um, non-shedding, hypoallergenic, small size family dog, uh, about 35 pounds on average. Um, yeah, really great dog, really great time to be looking for a dog. Uh, why I know... You said your wife looked at pictures, couldn't get her or couldn't get them out of her mind. She was kind of obsessed with them. Tends to happen to people. Um, so yeah, check them out, BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. You can find that uh, link to their website through our website, BetterGreen.com. BetterGreen.com, B-E-T-T-O-R. Uh, yeah, tell them we sent you 10% off a puppy. And I think it's time for Ethan's Only Hands. He needs some milk. It is November 1st. However, we are less than 48 hours or 24 hours away from what was Halloween. So we are going to do uh, the best horror movies. And the order today is Wyatt, myself, Ben. All right. I'll start her off. Uh, but first, fair warning, I'm not a big horror movie guy. Um, I've watched like the, the famous ones, the big ones, but I, I'm just not super avid horror movie watcher because I'm kind of a sissy. Um but I'm going to go with the scariest one that I have watched. Again, I think it's one of the most common ones, and that is The Conjuring. Um, pretty scary movie, The Clapping. Uh, you see the demon's face in the wardrobe on top of the wardrobe. Couldn't sleep for like three months. That was miserable. But, uh, yeah, that was that was the scariest one I've watched. That was a great movie. I do like that one a lot. Um, my first one is going to be halloween resurrection uh so it's part of the halloween series um but not one of the originals i believe this one was made oh seven i want to say 
Um, I believe it's one of the Rob Zombie remakes, not the original um, filmmaker, but this is the one where it shows Michael Myers as a young kid, kind of goes through his life of bullying and stuff like that, and kind of shows like his progression into who he became. Uh, I just think it's a really well-done movie. Shows a lot of backstory from, um, I want to say that was like the sixth Halloween movie made. So there's a lot of like build up that they then went back and explained. Just think it's a really well done movie. Uh, scary, good, um, good plot. So yeah, Halloween Resurrection. Like it. I like it. Mine has a special place in my heart. Uh, probably one of the first scary movies I ever saw. Uh, like Wyatt, I'm not much of a scary movie person. I do enjoy like the um, like thriller, like not scary, but like kind of suspense, suspenseful. Uh, <clears throat> high school. I mean, you guys know what it's like. You're hanging out with a lady. Uh, she wants to watch a scary movie. And I, I couldn't say no at that point. So I said, all right, fine. Let's watch something. And that movie was Insidious. Uh, there is mm-hmm. a scene, if you guys have seen Insidious, where they go into like the baby's room and the demon's standing by the baby's crib and they say, what do you want? And it points. Well, guys, if you've ever been to my parents' house, you would know that the inside of that room looked exactly like my room. <laughs> <laughs> I was so... I I didn't go to my room for two days. I slept on the couch downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Like, I'll go up and change during daytime, but I'm not even going to even try to go into that room at night. <laughs> Killed me. Horrifying. Yeah. I watched that movie with a few buddies of mine in college, and when that scene came up and it showed that demon, my buddy just let out the biggest high-pitched girly scream. <laughs> it was when they're sitting at the table and it pops up behind them? Oh, yeah, that too. The demon things freak me out such the jump scare demon oh my god immediately a nightmare like yeah i and it's so stupid like i don't like the spiritual like demons and type stuff but then like the serial killers and stuff that doesn't scare me and i'm like well that's kind of like reverse because you should be worried about the other thing but no i don't care right one's actually proven one's more i mean i kind of believe in demons and ghosts but not really can't really prove those but yeah you would think a serial killer that (laughs) eats people would freak me out nope Mm-mm. Just, just a ghost. <laughs> Doesn't do it for me. Nope. <laughs> so that is gonna be my first one. Second one. Oh man, there's a couple. Hmm. I'll cut. I'm gonna kind of do it. Movies for me. I'm gonna go do Midsummer next. I really like that. I think it's A24 is the company that makes those movies. Really liked it. Really like it's one of those really weird ones. Uh, not super scary, but interesting. Like one of those that it's not a second screen type movie. Like you actually watch it. You're not just playing on your phone the whole time. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. I don't either. Just, just wrote that one down. That's my list. Really? Yeah. I think that was kind of like one of her like first big breakout roles. Like she was really good. Hmm. You guys like, it's like they go to this town in Sweden and it's like they do this like weird ritual thing yearly. You guys would like it. Check it out. All right. I am going to go with another remake, which I don't hate the original either. I just thought the remake was a touch better. Friday the 13th, uh, 2009 remake, I believe it is. Uh, this was the first year I actually watched any of the Friday the 13th movies, and I watched just about all of them. Uh, that one was my favorite. It's very similar to the original. It's just a little bit newer. Uh little bit more modern um 
but yeah, thought it was just overall kind of same to the Halloween, just a really good backstory and plot, scary, all that. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those, not all the way through, but seen clips and pieces of those movies. Um, like Ben, I'm going to say kind of close to me. Um, this was like taking dates out, like in, when you're just able to go, I don't think it was our movies. I think they were PG-13, um, but it was like, you know, eighth grade to freshman, sophomore year of high school. There's the Paranormal Activities. <laughs> yeah, those man. ones always, I knew they are fake, but those ones freaked <laughs> the piss out of me. You always go in a movie theater. It's like a thing you to do with like a, a date or something. Yeah. yeah, those freaked me out. Terrified. <laughs> Dude, um, those were so big back then because it looked like the real like footage. You right. knew they were fake, but like as you're watching it, it just feels like you're watching like the security camera. Oh, yeah, freaked me out. Uh, yeah. Similar to the home um, recording vibe, I'm gonna go with the Blair Witch Project um not very yeah. scary like you never really see like the pop out or anything but just like i don't know just it's all jump scares and it's it kind of seems realistic especially like i don't know if you guys hunt or anything but like walking out to the woods like in the morning by yourself in the dark like that movie will make that so <laughs> terrifying for you so um yeah that one was again not very scary but just it's just like makes you think and then it freaks you out because then you're starting thinking so also a pretty iconic film yes I'll remember that in uh, two weeks from today during opening day. At least you have I'll a gun with that. you, so it makes it a little bit better. But also, <laughs> I don't know, man. The dark in the woods. Like, it might be a witch. So I need to rewatch that one because that one was another one I watched one time back in college. And I was just like, that movie sucked. Yeah. But I know a lot of people rave about it. So I need to uh, rewatch it. But. All right, my second one, uh, similar to The Conjuring and Insidious, because they're all kind of tied together, but uh, I will take The Conjuring number two, which I thought was just a step better than the first Conjuring. Um, Very similar, same type of deal. But um, as far as, you know, a lot of scary movies, uh, the plot kind of sucks and, uh, um, you know, it's just not made very well. I thought The Conjuring 2 was just extremely well done. I mean, all those movies were Conjuring 1, Insidious, Annabelle, all those. But, um, yeah, just thought The Conjuring 2 was my favorite of the the Conjurings. I like how they all kind of tie in together. I do think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, horror movies are kind of one-offs. So that whole series is, is – I think there's something special about them. Yeah. <clears throat> So my next one, I guess it falls into the horror. It's not super scary, but it's one of those that like kind of messed me up for a while. It's Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. And it's a take on like, you know how there's like movies, but it's like really something like completely different. Like it's a, a story for something much bigger. It's like kind of like the creation of man. Because it starts out just like with a husband and a wife in a house in the middle of nowhere. And like more people come in. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but like the story is just incredible. And the ending is so like gut wrenching. I don't know now that I'm a father if I could watch it again. Ooh, really? Yeah. Like I remember being sick to my, like, and usually I don't feel like that, but I remember being pretty sick to my stomach during like the ending. 
it's one of those innings that like you just feel gutted. Hmm. It's absolutely worth a watch. Uh, I have been told I have pretty like <laughs> crazy out there uh, like taste in movies. So if you guys watch it, let me know. Let me know. And anybody in the comments, if you watch it, let us know too. Uh, the last one, I think we can all agree to anything that is based on anywhere or anything true notches up like a yeah. hundred notches up Amityville horror with Ryan Reynolds. Absolutely. Yep. If you haven't seen it, I think it's one of the like quintessential must watch horror movies. Yep. Yeah. Good picks. Uh, have not seen the mother one, but again, add that to my list. Um, let me know. Yeah. I was telling, I was telling you guys before the show, I've just cranked out scary movies in the last two months. So still kind of in the vibe, even though Halloween's over probably watch them through thanksgiving but um okay my last one there's quite a few i could choose from i'm gonna go with the movie hush um not sure if you guys are familiar with that one mm-hmm. but it's basically a deaf woman alone in her house um out in kind of the middle of nowhere and this guy is just like kind of harassing her and it's just really well done she can't talk whoa um or sorry she can't hear so the whole movie is like kind of unique on it's tough to explain have you guys seen it i saw parts of it because it used to be on netflix right i think so yeah yeah it's kind of a newer movie it's just unique uh pretty well done scary good plot i want to i do want to see it because from what i did see i really liked it yeah i would recommend all right, my last one. I don't know if you guys ever saw this one. It's not Mother, but it's called Mama. And it is <laughs> yeah. terrifying to me. It's like these two little kids, they find them in the woods and they're like wild. And then they bring in their demonic mother with them who was taking care of them in the woods. And it's just like the yeah, the Dude. long skinny witch lady or like her back breaks backwards and she's crawling like the it's so frick and like she always like looks at the kids like are always looking at the corner um and the parents never knew why and then it was because like the spider demon mom was like in the quarter like oh it's so freaking scary to me and then it's like the same i think it's the same actress actress that's like in the uh like the nun girl it she looks just like that chick um yeah she's like in all the horror movies um but yeah it, it freaks me out it's, I it's forgot a, about that one. That one is yeah. scary, dude. You're right. You're 100% and right. And being of that, I pissed my pants. I was so scared. <laughs> Not because I was laughing. I was so scared that I pissed myself. This was like, <laughs> I don't know, sophomore year of high school. Me and my friend were watching it in the basement. I got so scared, man. Did not sleep a wink that night. <laughs> no. Yeah. So by title... I did not recognize that, but when you started explaining it, I'm pretty sure I've seen that and really liked it. I'm not even going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's called Mama. I will not even look it up on my screen. Yeah. Okay. I threw that on my list too because, yeah, when you were explaining like the broken back and like the kids looking in the corner, it all is coming back to me. I think it's a movie I've been looking for for a couple of years. I'm going to look at my corners now. I'm like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Might have nightmares just talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, any honorable mentions before we get out of here? No, I had Insidious, so thank God I had I had five down. That was my fifth one. So, um, I really like the original Children of the Corn, which I think you have to be like a special type of person to enjoy that. Special like, needs. really just yeah, probably. <laughs> I really just enjoy the uh, 
like older based movies for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I know that's I mean it's an iconic one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like Psycho. Um, Psycho's a, a pretty good movie. Yeah. Um, I like all the Halloween movies. Um there's one more I was gonna say. Nice. Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, I've never watched those. Like Nightmare on Elm Street's pretty good. Um, yeah. Is that who's the bad guy? In that? Is that that's Freddy? Right? Freddy that's Freddy Krueger. That's one where you like if you mm-hmm. sleep, he comes in your dreams. Yeah, yeah terrifying. Yeah, you should be the only one. Um, in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> good God, that was quick. That was good. That was good. Hats off to you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, <laughs> this episode, dude, <laughs> unexpected. Um, one more I will say is the movie Devil, uh, which Ben, I feel like you would enjoy if you haven't seen it. I haven't, but kind of the kind of the thriller. Yep. My um, my last one is about ninety percent of this weekend's slate. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> it's gonna, if you have, if you have more than 10 units on this weekend that's gonna be a horror horror story waiting to happen yeah yeah Yeah, i uh i hope there's good other sports on yeah yeah hope the nhl slate's good baseball is probably done tonight yeah yeah it's a horrible sport uh i've got a quiet place i really like quiet great one doesn't really feel like second one but yeah I haven't seen the second one. Is it worth the watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it is. It's not as good as the first one, but it's still worth it. Okay. Um, Have you guys seen the Ready or Not? That was a Netflix one. It's one of those. It's so stupid. I don't think so. The family, like, <laughs> you get married, I think it was, or like the night before the wedding, you have to, like, spin a dice or some something like that. I'm butchering it, but... Basically, like, no one's ever landed on, like, hide-and-seek or ready or not, whatever it's called. Basically, she, like, has to spend the whole night, and they just try to kill her. Like, everybody in the family just tries to hunt her and kill her. And then at the very end, they they get her, and they're about to kill her, but the sun rises, and then all their heads just explode. And a demon comes out of the fire and winks at her. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so bad. It is so bad. Um, that could have made a uh, bad endings list two weeks ago. It's oh, absolutely, it could have, dude. It is like it's almost worth watching just for the end because of how funny it is. And have you guys seen the Baba Duke? That was another one on Netflix. Yeah, oh, yeah. Super scared all the way to the end, and then he comes out and sticks his arms out, and I swear to God, they look like rakes, and it makes me laugh so hard every <laughs> time. Like, dude's coming to tear up your leaves, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that movie. I thought, I thought, I liked it, man. I thought it was funny. Then I'm thinking of ending things. Is one I got here too. Another kind of weird one, A24. Um, it, I think it's worth a watch. It's kind of long, um, but I think it has the guy from uh, Friday Night Lights is like the main actor, Tim Riggins. No, like that the guy. the one that looks like a little um like Saracen's friend. That oh. drives him. 
Landry? <laughs> yeah, Landry. Okay. Landry's in it. I liked it a lot. Hmm. It's worth checking out. All right, guys. Anything else for this week for anything? Negative. That's it. Can't wait till next week, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> Absolutely. kidding. Hey, if you made it to the end of this video, congratulations. <laughs> this slate in. And it was just terrible. But thank you guys for watching. Uh, make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com. That's better. B-E-T-T-O-R green. Read some of our articles. Make sure you guys subscribe. Right now, currently 409, Wyatt. That's what it was before the episode. Who knows these days? We could be That's at 500 true. for all I know. That's true, uh, right? 500 or 400. Gold. <laughs> That's true at this stage. 409. 409. Okay. Hey, we're keep growing, guys. We, we're going for that 500 mark, and that opens up new things that we can do, guys. Uh, so keep telling your friends. Uh, we got some uh, new expansion videos coming out again. Got those coming out. The new Santa Monica Jews. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. And besides that, guys, we'll see you all on Monday all together and Power 5 coming out tomorrow. So see you then, guys. Peace, guys. Later, guys. See you, guys. <laughs> you better start listening to the Better and Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better and Green. Eh? To Better and Green. Eh? To Better and Green. Hey, listen in and get out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover old spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.